three of the Two Degrees Podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we've been talking about Neo Gaff being shut down. Michael Bay's Dora the Explorer movie. That That's not a joke, guys. That's, that's a real thing. And Stephen King's next TV show. But before we do that, uh, instead of Twitter discussion, we really didn't have anything. Uh, we have a very special interview from Yacht Club Games. Uh, and LJ, our producer, is actually the one who did this interview. So we're going to go into that, and then from there we'll start geeking out. Uh, but first, let's get into that interview. So I'm here with David from Yacht Club Games. Tell the folks at home exactly uh, what you do for Yacht Club. Uh, we're a small company, so I do a whole lot of things, but the, my main role at Yacht Club is doing programming on Shovel Knight. So, uh, you know, things like uh, making the bosses work and move around to uh, pr- doing menus to uh, all uh, making the game run on the Switch. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, what, what you guys have going on right now is the... Uh, King of Cards expansion, correct? Is that? Yep, that's, that's right. Awesome. Um, so I actually didn't get a chance to uh, come talk to you guys uh, over at PAX West. I was actually over there. Um, but I saw you guys have some uh, new Amiibos and uh, things like that. And um, did you guys actually demo the, the game or the expansion at PAX or was it just footage? Yeah, yeah, we did. We had a, a demo up of uh, a few stages from the game. Awesome. Okay, um, so my first question is um, um, explain to the folks uh, what exactly is the King of Cards DLC and um, just what kind of new features are you bringing to uh, Shovel Knight? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Shovel Knight's in 2D, 8-bit platformer, uh, you know, along the lines of Mario, uh, you know, you jump, you down thrust, all that. Uh, we've been making new campaigns, which are part of our Kickstarter promise. Uh, so we did one, uh, uh, Spectre Knight and Plague Knight, who are two of the boss villains, and you can play through the whole game with different stages and different music and all that. Uh, nonsense as free updates to Shovel Knight uh, and you know the th- the third and last one is called King of Cards and it stars King Knight who is the first order and a quarter villain you meet in Shovel Knight's campaign so you play through a new story as uh, King Knight and uh, with no new mobility and all all that jazz basically a new, new game is added to Shovel Knight uh, and he uh, uh, his like main features, he's got a uh, shoulder bash, uh, you know, along the lines of a, wa- a Wario game. Uh, so you're just ramming your shoulder and everything. And when you do that, you when you hit an enemy or hit a wall, you'll spin up and you'll enter a spin mode, which is essentially like a down thrust on Shovel Knight. Um, uh, yeah, so the, a lot of the fun comes from that, like one two of like bashing into something and then spinning on top of it. Uh, and the King of Cards name comes from the fact that King of Cards is actually has a card game mini game inside of it. So you'll go to like uh, little houses on the map and be able to place uh, people in cards along the lines of like uh, Tetra Master Triple Triad. That's awesome. I was actually going to th- that, those were two things I was going to ask you was uh, about the gameplay hooks and then um, 
you know, the whole, uh, the card game, um, where, where did the card game idea come from? You know, maybe uh, I mean, originally it was just a, you know, we did this Kickstarter and we said, you know, f that people are, oh, when we get to King Knight, it's going to be the fourth time people are like booting up Shovel Knight to play it. We got to do something like wildly different. We should put, we should put in a, like a goofy mini game, like Triple Triad uh -huh. that like, you know, that's like a way to experience sort of like do something other than platforming um so i mean that was the initial idea and then out of like out of nowhere there's like a billion card games because yeah, <laughs> of hearthstone like, which is sort of it's sort of hilarious i mean so we just if i mean even if you look at the game you'll see it's you know it's on a three by three board it like it has a lot of familiarity with triple triad because that's we were trying to go for that like really simple um but deep like card game mechanics where it's it's not as much about like collecting a million cards and which what does this card do versus what that card does it's like you know very you understand like the three rules in the game and then you're trying to uh play more of like a game of chess uh, or checkers that's great so it's maybe something like you know, The Witcher or a game like that where you go out into the world and you challenge actual NPCs to card matches? Yeah, yep. Awesome. That's great. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so I remember there was uh, some things about a um, versus battle mode that was supposed to come uh, as well. Is that coming with... Uh, yeah, that's that's still on the pipe. Uh, we don't have a name for it yet, but yeah, it's a four-player battle mode. Uh, it's, you know, along the lines of a very light Smash Brothers. <laughs> that, that's awesome, though. That's uh, yeah, so you can play as all the Order Note Quarter, and they all have new mobility, and it's it's really fun and cool. Uh, and, and pretty, I would say, like, what we were trying to go for is more like a Mario battle... Uh, um, Mario Bros, like original Mario Bros, uh, just having that like fun, like you're in each other's faces, but maybe not the whole goal is to get, attack each other. Um, so yeah, it's it's turning out to be pretty fun, and hopefully everyone likes it. Cool. That that sounds awesome. That sounds definitely uh, like something the gaming community could uh, really get into. Yeah, I hope so. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Another question I have here is um, so uh, based on. Um, information that we have. Uh, I think you guys have said before that uh, the King Knight expansion is the final expansion for uh, Shovel Knight. Have you guys thought about what the future of Shovel Knight looks like or could be? Uh, I mean, we've thought about it a whole ton. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but I mean, like beyond, I guess this this is definitely, there's no more, like nothing more going into Shovel Knight. Uh, so that's like for sure. This is you know, King of Cards and Battle Mode are going to be the last things that go into Shovel Knight. Uh, beyond that, though, in you know, in new games, I mean, we'd love, we'd love to make a sequel. We, uh, you know, we'd love to take the series through the generations. I mean, we'd love, like, we're dying to make like a Shovel Knight sixty four. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, uh, like we we generally, I mean, we want it to be as big and all over the place as like a Mario or a Zelda. You know, if if there was a Shovel Knight tennis game, I'd be pretty excited. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we'd love to expand the franchise and you know, and, and see Shovel Knight everywhere. That's awesome. Um, so, I guess along those same line, same lines, another question I had was, uh, what's it like to see Shovel Knight in uh, making cameos in these other games like Ukulele, Runbow, um, 
Blaster Master. Uh, oh, I mean, it's 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 so much fun for us. You know, we we get to see like someone interpret Shovel Knight in a new and interesting way and put it in their game, and it's I mean, it's really exciting. Uh, I mean, we generally I, I would say almost all those all those cameos are because people are reaching out and are excited about Shovel Knight and want to put it in their game. Uh, so I mean, it's just a it's a huge honor for us, really. And so, uh, I guess a final question um, would be: uh, So, did you guys ever think Shovel Knight would uh, still be, I guess, forgive the pun, digging into the hearts of gamers <laughs> this long? You know, since 2014. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to see like two feet in front of myself. So to picture like four years out that people. Uh, would just lo- be you know loving the game and still having fun with it and playing all these updates. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, it means a lot, and it's it's really nice uh, that you know people really enjoy the game that we're making. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I I hope you know we work every day to try to make it happen, but it, it, you know it's like making a game is always like a it's a mystery whether people are gonna be excited about it or not. Uh, you know, because there's there's so many other games out there. There's so many things to be into right now that it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're you. I, I consider ourselves very lucky that people are still giving Shovel Knight the time of day. That, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so, I guess the final question we usually ask uh, our, uh, you know, everyone we interview. Um, so, I guess maybe you or as a staff, you know, what kind of other things do, does uh, Yacht Club Games, you know, geek out about, you know, um, other than you know, being gamers just like us. Uh, I mean, I, every person here is as different as every person <laughs> at any at any place on the planet. I would say we all we all geek out about different, totally different things. Um, I mean, I love movies. I love books. I love uh, riding my bike. I love <laughs> going to the park. I love swimming in the ocean. Uh, I, you know, I, I was I'm really enjoying the Cubs and the Dodgers game yesterday. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I would say we're, it's like everyone's all over the map. And, uh, and I mean, you could probably... Uh, get a sense for the, the kind of things we like by the kind of things we make, but uh, yeah, it's that's everyone. Everyone's everyone's their own person here for sure. <laughs> awesome, that that's good to hear. Um, so uh, I guess before we end the line of questioning, um, is there anything, uh, any info, any latest news that um, you're trying to get out there, you know, to the audience uh, about you know Shovel Knight or anything else? Uh, what are we trying to get out? I mean, like, if you haven't heard, there's an their Amiibo 3-pack is coming out uh, next year, which is King Knight, Plague Knight, and Spectre Knight, all in one beautiful pack, uh, and it looks awesome. Uh, I'm so excited for that. Uh, yeah, that King, King of Cards and Battle Mode, like we talked about. Um, I mean, I think... To, like just detail a little bit more. I think that's gonna it's gonna feel even crazier, more like a like a totally new game than the previous campaigns. Like the the map, we're actually go you go to four different like worlds on the map, uh, which is pretty nuts. And uh, the stages are really short this time. So like in the last three games, you know all the stages were the same kind of length. 
uh, and this, this one, they're all like really bite-sized and short, like you'd find in a, um, you know, like a Super Mario three cool. game, uh, uh, which like definitely gives it a different feel. And there's like more surprises, and uh, you know, I think it's just going to be a ton of fun. Uh, yeah, and besides that, I mean, uh, I mean, we're we're always doing cool stuff. I guess just like pay attention to our Twitter and our. Right. Or Twitch channels and uh, see what we're doing. There's people streaming, making the game right now as we're speaking. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm a huge fan, and uh, I know our audience is. So um, I'd like to thank you guys, especially for um, you know everyone at Yacht Club for giving us this opportunity. We're a small outlet organization, um, so this is huge for us. Uh, oh yeah, no problem. I <laughs> thanks thanks for inviting me. It's fun chatting. Yeah. Thanks again to David for, you know, jumping on to our podcast and having an interview with us. We always appreciate that. Um, it's so awesome to have you guys on here. Uh, I think we're all pretty big fans of their games, so that's super cool for us. Uh, Joe, speaking of games, what are you geeking out about? All right, so this week I'm starting with one I think several of us have played. I know LJ's been playing it. I'm pretty sure Shelly's been playing it. You might be the only one without it, Cody. Wow, wow. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yep. Okay. And this is more up Shelly's alley, I'm sure, but it is a really good Warriors game. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever played a Warriors game at all. The only other Warriors uh, game I've played is Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I've been playing the Dynasty Warriors games for years. They released yeah. uh, it, the same sort of studio, Koei Tecmo and all of them, that did uh, the Dragon Quest Warriors game. I think it was called Warriors Dragon Quest something. Anyway, uh, it's a lot of fun. It really is. So... You're mowing down literally thousands of people in each round. Dragon Quest Heroes, yeah. Uh, And you're doing it as Fire Emblem characters. You're able to upgrade them and get new abilities and and trade their weapons out and get weapon buffs on gear and all that sort of stuff. So I'm having a pretty good time with it. Uh, I've got my main character up to level 25, but I played... I played... A good chunk of it on medium difficulty and then went back and played all of those again on hard difficulty because the hard difficulty really wow. still isn't that that bad so yeah I've, I've been I, playing that i've been playing it on easy but not because i actually you know i probably could have done normal i just i always like to do sort of like the easiest like thing first figure out to, to like the tutorial and figure out what i'm doing first and then go into it but i could probably switch it to normal What's nice is that you can, pretty much every level, you can decide, okay, what difficulty it's yeah. set in stone. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, you can beat all three missions on three different difficult, or you can beat every mission on three different difficulties. Yeah. But, Which hmm. is cool. And, yeah, there are certain items you can get within each mission if you hit certain criteria. And there's there's a lot to do in the game. I'm, I've barely scratched the surface after five or six hours, so... Yeah, my I think I only reached level or sorry chapter three or four. I'm really not that far into it, but I was thinking um, of trying to co-op with my boyfriend probably either tonight or some other night. Probably um, what we might do is just go back to the beginning and maybe even start a new game entirely. Then we could just do co-op together because I really yeah. want to see his reactions. I mean, he's a bigger Fire Emblem fan than I am, so if that says anything, um, I just oh, really want to see his reactions to to the game because i know i have a lot of reactions to it um on the fire emblem side um 
as a crossover, I think it's really well done. And I still think it's very fun to play overall. So Yeah. How far have you made it in the story? Um, I just got not I haven't been able to play with them yet, but I think I just unlocked like their characters to be able to play with them in the next chapter. Uh Robin and Okay. Uh, was there another one in that chapter? I don't know. But it was something like the, that. Basically there's this The part, Pegasus Knight. I got Cordelia. I played with Cordelia. Yeah. Um, Cordelia and Robin, I think, were the same mission. And you get Crom. Crom was before that. Crom was a before character that. that you had, but you couldn't play as him, and now I can play as him. I know who you're getting ready to get next, then. Okay. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> cool. there's, a, there's a part where it's like a split. You could choose one team going through the other. And yeah. That's the part I'm at now. So. Yeah. I took the upper road for now. Yeah. So. I haven't decided. Cool. I just put the game away. I was like, okay, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to this later. <laughs> yep. So I'm having a good time with that. I played a little bit more Elex this week. Well, I'm, I've am i I've played a pretty substantial amount of Elex now, actually. Um, still going through and doing some side quests and some extra stuff. My review for that's written. Uh, hopefully it'll be up on the site pretty soon. I still have a lot of reservations about that game. There is fun to be had there, but it's... It's buried beneath a lot of issues. Hmm. So, buyer beware. That's unfortunate. Uh, and the final big game that I'm playing this week, I say big game. It's it's an indie game that was sent to us for review. It's called Holy Potatoes, What the H-E-L-L. Uh, <laughs> and I, that was some editorializing. Clearly, that's we, not the actual name. LJ and I, or maybe... Okay, we didn't look at it, but I remember seeing it in the indie mega booth at PAX. I remember seeing it, and I was making jokes about it. I was like, ah, holy potatoes, haha. It but. actually has a really good sense of humor. Good. Okay. Yeah, holy so the, the premise. Yeah, let me give you the premise real quick. Yeah. You've died, you've gone to hell, and you're a potato. And everyone else is a potato. Okay, so, Okay. So you pick your you you name your character and then there are two other cooks in the kitchen with you. It's a cooking simulator game. So you you cook and the two other characters are Dante D A N T E E and Vegil, <laughs> and you have to cook down through the nine circles of hell. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How do they come and up so with on, that? On the and so like it starts out your your ingredient list is. A bunch of sinners, and you—they have different stats, and you have to sort them out into which thing to make to make ingredients, and then you take the ingredients made from the sinners and make dishes for like Loki or whoever. What in the Weird. world? <laughs> that is it's, so funny. It's got a really good sense of humor, though. Like a couple of famous chefs in 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 hell are. Uh, Gordon Gor- Yamsey. Yamsey. <laughs> I was just going to ask if he was uh-huh. And uh, Tammy Brockoliver. Brockoliver. <laughs> Bad. There was a game at Denver Comic Con uh, that was called Potatoes. And you were is a platformer with potato cats. Okay. <laughs> that sounds all... like the epitome of the internet. Giant potato shaped cats. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, man. Uh, apart from that, so I, I am having fun with that. It's got a good sense of humor. Apart from that, uh, I'm gearing up for Extra Life still. I went back. I, I was originally just planning to, to do our stream on Mixer, 
But I got to looking at it, and there's a, a service out there called Restream. If you're if you're a streamer, you might want to check into. I'm going to be able to stream to Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube Gaming all at the same time, and maybe even Facebook as well. Wow, that's legit. So, going to be doing that during the extra life stream. You guys are going to start, I think, about twelve hours ahead of me. And okay. Then cool. So you got I'll kick up that to morning. Watch Geeks Under Grace for a while, and then hop on over and watch Geeks Under Grace for a little while. Get a good night's rest, and then get up and do my thing. Yep. Cool. Yep. Uh, we can get into the gaming news. You were talking about uh, internet content earlier. Speaking of internet content, NeoGaf has been shut down. There were some sexual allegations, uh, misconduct allegations against the owner of the site. Mm-hmm. Wow. We'll include a link to the story in the show notes, but I mean, you're talking this site that's been around for six, seven years, literally shut down and melted overnight. Yeah, that's crazy. Just completely took it offline, I think. I could be wrong about that, hmm. um, but the link is to a Polygon article. Um, Battlefront 2 has gotten... A reveal on its campaign length. They're saying it's going to be anywhere from five to seven, maybe eight hours, about the length of a Call of Duty campaign. So that's a fair deal of Star Wars content. Yeah. Once once that drops. Nice. Uh, and then the Master Chief Collection. So Xbox One, they just rolled out a new dashboard this week or the week prior. They said that. There were some changes made with that Xbox dashboard update that actually should make it a bit easier to go back and clean up some of the issues with the Master Chief Collection. What was wrong with it? I mean, I know, but... <laughs> it was a nightmare. So, I mean, you know, it's got a ton of games in it. Right. The whole Halo franchise, including I had ODST, they gifted me because of some of the issues. Wow. But it was just connectivity issues. I couldn't, me and my buddies would jump on and try to jump in a, in a public match to just play with other people. We would sit in matchmaking for 30 minutes, get in one match, maybe. And, and then, wait for yeah, either get kicked back out or we couldn't get back in another game. Yeah, it was a nightmare. you also couldn't choose the game. That completely blows my mind. Yeah. That it would have you, you know, playing the same or a different game each time instead yeah. of, and the game weight's totally different for some of these games. Yeah, so they're tr- going to try to clean up a bunch of these issues, uh, and then they're also trying to get out ahead of it because they're trying to do a re reworked version for the Xbox One X with 4K and all that sort of good fun stuff. So, yep, got all that going on. A uh, couple other smaller bits of news. Um, they unveiled um, that the Switch is going to be getting Shin Megami Tensei Five. Okay. I think that's going to be a Switch exclusive. Oh, wow. And for those of you that have been playing Destiny 2, and those of you who are getting ready to start playing Destiny 2, by the time you hear this, it'll be out for PC. Um, We're not getting a Halloween event this year. Normally, MMOs do an event for holidays all the the time. The one real big one that Destiny always did was the Halloween event that they called Festival of the Lost. I think I still have a pumpkin head from... On the original Destiny. Yeah. They're not doing it for season one of, of Destiny 2 this year. They said maybe next year. Oh, wow. So, I don't... I, I'm playing a lot of that game still, but I don't anticipate it's going to hold me until next year to right. experience it. Yeah. So, yep. 
Uh, let's get into the pull list this week. It's short, but a very, very sweet one. Yeah. We've got Destiny 2 coming out on the PC. And I know we've got some stream team members that are picking that up on the PC. Okay. Right? Should be. Shelly? I mean, I'm not, okay. but I'm sure someone is. <laughs> so I, th- I think Jamie and Anna are both getting it. Yeah, that sounds cool. right. Yeah. Um, this Friday is going to be the big hitter day. I, c- I can't believe that they're doing all these games on a Friday. They're all Assassin's Creed. What's that? It's all a fight. Like, who's going to win this? Who's going to be the most yeah. game? Yeah. Well, I can tell you what I think the answer is going to be. But So, Assassin's Creed Origin drops on Friday. This is yeah. the first Assassin's Creed they've done in two years. Which is crazy. So, they took yeah. a year like, off last what? year. <laughs> it better be good after all that time since they're... Well, and... And the thing was, I think it will be, because the last one that they released was the first real good one since 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this so. one, I mean, they're doing so much with it. They've got a very immersive world. Um, they're doing that whole thing. It's not going to be released right away, but that whole educational uh, thing they're doing with this game to where you can actually... Yeah. It's not going to be released. I think it's a year or two out. Uh, but you won't have any combat, and they can actually bring it into schools and teach kids about Egypt. Uh, not completely That's accurately, cool. but they'll see these pyramids and things, and they'll, you know, yeah. get commentary for them. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, it could yeah. revolutionize gaming in this specific area in education. And I, I think it's cool to see them going back to the ancient world. That too, Definitely. yeah, yeah. They needed to do that. Um, my top pick for the week, the one I'm most excited about, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus comes okay. out Friday. Uh, what's not to love about destroying Nazis? <laughs> Always nice. been fun. 100%. I have not played the first one, and I've been told it's a very good idea <sighs> to play the first one. It's really good, and yeah, it is a story set up for two. First is relative, like the la- first one since the reboot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say this: it is it has already been well known. We mentioned it on the podcast before. This thing is getting a mature rated game for a lot of mature content. It's not just blood and gore and language. There's other stuff in this one too. So be aware, like, yeah, straight up adult content in this one. It's dark. It always have been. No, I, I mean Next level. adult content. Yeah. Okay. So keep that in mind. The one I think will be the best seller, Super Mario Odyssey, comes out Friday as well. I wanted to, but I don't know, man. I just got <laughs> pre-ordered and got Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah. So. I'm going to have to hold off on Odyssey as well. Yeah. But... I mean, like, this, okay, this ought to tell you how, how excited people are for this game. People have been speed running the demo kiosks. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Like, that's been a consistent thing. People have been going to, like, Best Buy or whatever and speed running those demos. We haven't had a game like this. I mean, you can kind of call Galaxy one of these, uh, but they weren't like they were. Uh, I would consider. Sunshine. I would consider Super Mario Galaxy definitely one of these types of games. I'm not sure if I would throw two yeah. in there. I kind of put them together because there was a second. They Super had Mario that Galaxy. hub feeling to me. Uh, this yeah, from what I understand, though, like there are different moons and stuff that you're visiting in Odyssey. So okay. it it sounds like it might be a spiritual successor to yeah. Galaxy. No, I did. Yeah, I did like Galaxies. Sunshine is like my thing, but yeah, I love Sunshine. Yeah. I've haven't played a Mario game. That I've enjoyed as much as Sunshine since it came out. Yeah, I, that's one Mario I've never played. I didn't have a GameCube. Really? So it I've never probably played. doesn't hold up. Uh, but my memories of it are, are very fond. Right. I, I'm excited. I mean, this is this is the first Mario for a new generation. 
Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a big deal. But that's it for uh, for gaming this week. Shelly, what, uh, what are you geeking out about? Well, not that much. The most I was geeking out about was about Fire Memorials. Um, and also, I finally have like official plans for seeing Thor Ragnarok, which is good. I always awesome. say when new movies come out, I always say that I'm going to go see that movie. I'm going to do it. But then it, I wait too long and all of a sudden I'm watching on DVD. No, I actually have plans for this. So I'm really excited for it. Um, but what is really cool. Oh, go ahead. What? I was, we reported a while back that it was going to be 90 minutes long, uh, and that's because the director straight up lied to us. Oh. It's I an didn't over two hour that. movie. It is the longest Thor movie they've ever made. What? I mean, I found that out granted, recently. They've only so made upset. two. Two, but still. Minute. They said it was going to be the shortest Marvel movie ever made at first. <laughs> so that's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. Um,. So really haven't done that much else. What I think is super exciting is that uh, I'm on the Twitch team and uh, us Geeks Under Grace, the official Twitch channel, was invited to be part of the Twitch affiliate program, which if you've oh, never yeah. heard of it, yeah. which I actually never had heard of it before this, but it's a new program type thing that Twitch is having. So it makes it easier to transition into becoming a partner. Which is really cool. They, you know, they have certain requirements. You know, must have streamed this many hours in the past, like, 30 days. And have this many followers, this many consistent people watching you every time. And we fit all the qualifications. We've actually fit it for a while now, apparently. But, yeah. So, we are transitioning into that. Which means that we can have subscriptions now. Which means we can have an emote. People can can offer up. What uh, kind of like the tips? What do you call it? the gemstones oh, or whatever? Cheers, bits. Yeah, it's cheers. Yeah, cheers. It's something like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is so cheers are worth a little bit of money. Yeah, but basically, this is something that we could potentially get money to the ministry off of. It's another outlet besides Patreon and besides yeah. the seventy-two hours um, Twitch stream that we do every year anyway. So that's yep. really exciting, especially. Because we can at least give something more back with the emotes as well. Um, so I, I think it's a really cool big step forward. Because yeah, I feel it like is. That it, we seem like even more professional now. I'll say work paying off. Definitely. I mean, mm-hmm. we've both been part of the Twitch team for a long time. So it's finally sort of becoming... Not that it hasn't been fruitful, but it's like now it's just kind of showing up a little bit more, I suppose. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, the team's been streaming five to six, seven days a week for two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Man. It's hard to believe that's been that long, but really it has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Sure has. Dang. Throwback. Um, <laughs> but yep. if you don't follow us on Twitch... You can start checking that out. I don't know when the fin- uh, process will be finished, but it'll, you know, happen eventually. It's just kind of all in the workings. There's lots of weird paperwork to fill out, so, yeah. I should be mentioned, too, Shelly, that you started here as a Twitch streamer. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first staff position. Yep. Is, wow. That's super weird. <laughs> first so that's really cool when you think Twitch, about it. And then I was invited to come here. Dang. So we've, we've been doing... I mean, we've been doing the podcast for two years now. Mm-hmm. It will be two years next week, won't it? I, yeah. I think we already passed it, didn't we? 
104 episodes would be two years. This is episode 103. Whoa. I think we missed. The 14th was two years. Okay, okay. So we've missed like a week or something. Okay. And it's throwing it out of whack or done yeah. an extra. We'd have to do an extra one. I don't know. Math is weird. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't do well with math. <laughs> not that kind of geek. Yeah, and it's not just, you know, it hasn't just been me or Joe or anyone. It's been the whole team. We've all been so, yeah. you know, committed to that thing. So I'm just really Yeah, happy. everybody's it's, consistent. Really happy it's turning up. So Yeah, I was talking about it the other day. Um, and I was like, we, we really, the Twitch team is kind of the black sheep part of the ministry. Kind of like the podcast was for a long time. Where uh, it's got its own pocket. I mean, we still do. We're very much a pocket audience uh, within yeah. the Extreme Race, which is cool in itself. We love everyone that listens. You guys are all awesome. Absolutely. Um, but the Twitch also has uh, their own pocket audience um, that doesn't really, you know, check out the website or anything. Um, and so it's been this uh, thing that I've, I definitely feel that, you know, as a ministry, we need to be pouring into. I, there's so many people can be reached through our Twitch streams. Yeah, um, it's and so Twitch to see that is happen is so. Awesome popular now i didn't even realize <laughs> how popular it was until I, t- I started looking at um i'm actually going on an amazon career trek this week so basically i'm gonna go look at uh amazon headquarters and talk to some people and it's gonna be cool, oh, cool. but it got me thinking about you know twitch is owned by amazon now yeah so i was looking i'm like do they do internships probably not i actually don't think they do i'm gonna ask about it but then i started looking just about the stats <laughs> it's like it's like one of the th- most popular, yeah. um, like watching streaming sites out there. Yeah, and it's I saw crazy. A, an, an article a, a week or two ago that said that it's bigger. There is more view time on Twitch than there are on like most major networks combined. Yeah, most major television networks combined right now. And it's gonna keep getting bigger. I feel like I just think yeah. it's gonna keep going up and up. So. Just, yeah, yep. thinking again how many people can be reached through Twitch. Right. Um, exactly. It's such a good yep. medium, I suppose. But anyway. We've all said every time we uh, <laughs> pray on like, a pledge drive that it's like our biggest, it's our most exciting part of the pledge drive. Yeah. Um, you just reach your people. So cool. Such a cool thing. Oh, for God. Yeah. So excited. Um, Let's get into some movie news. Does that... Not a lot of movie news this week, but what we do have is uh, interesting. So the Shazam yeah. movie, we've been covering a lot of different types of news, you know, whenever it comes up. It's confirmed that's going to release in 2019. So that's yeah. exciting. Confirmed okay. dates are yeah. always, always cool to just finally hear. One, yeah. one release date that I want to hear, or release year that I want to be confirmed on, is freaking The Incredibles 2. Because I feel like, <laughs> at this point, they should say something. But apparently not. Relax, darling. <sighs> anyway. That's... I mean, it took for the Punisher forever to get a release date. We'll talk about that a little later. But um, <laughs> they've yeah. just been, give us the release date. No, the trailer. Give us the release date. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway. If anyone who's looking forward to the Shazam movie, now you know have a sort of better idea when it's going to come out so awesome i'm hoping it's a very funny movie yeah yeah i'm not that familiar with the comics so same do you you know who he is you know he's a kid yes i know that he's a kid godlike powers yeah i just don't know much the rest of it but 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dynamic's really fun. What is some cool, interesting news is that the directors for Pacific Rim and Godzilla and King Kong, that sort of universe, they apparently been talking and they're totally not opposed to a crossover. In fact, they like, you know, they've talked about it in a very positive way as if it's like a potential sure, cool. option for the future. So <laughs> that, that uh, could be real confirmed, cool. obviously, but that just seems, you know, throw I mean, all the big, crazy, like, destroying things together in one movie and, you know, you, it, can't, yeah, you know, the, you can't go wrong with that. The Jaegers are already fighting kaiju. Right. Right, exactly, and that's what these are. It's yeah. so perfect. I, my only... I only worry for the chances of Mecha Godzilla because you already have giant fighting robots. I want Mecha Godzilla, but the people who make the Jaegers can make a Mecha Godzilla, True. and that could be the movies. Oh, it'd be so cool! Make it Just happen. Just have Cody head this movie. Yeah, I uh, I will be your story director or whatever. <laughs> Just put me in a room with a microphone, and I'll go off on ideas and make it a movie. There you go. Wonderful. He'll be the voice money. of the. People who want to see the movie, even if he's the. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me about the voice of Godzilla. No, that'd be. I mean, you could. <laughs> it would just probably be edited a lot. Rawr, 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 rawr. Meow. Oh man. Um, but yeah, that's some interesting news. Something even more interesting. Still not really sure how I feel about it. <laughs> and I'm not kidding when I say this. Michael Bay. Is producing a movie of Dora the Explorer. It's gonna be live action. It sounds like a joke. Nick Stoller's well, gonna write. Well, it was a joke year, years ago. Yeah. yeah, two years ago they made that college. It humor, was a college humor thing. Yeah, dark, gritty Dora the Explorer thing, and it was supposed to look like a Michael Bay film. Yeah, and now but it wasn't dark and gritty at all. It was it was very steeped in humor. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it was supposed humor. to be like you just like they have to, you know. I don't know. It looked kind of gritty. And then they would go, but I'm this many. Yeah. Swiper, no swiping. Yeah. Swiper, no swiping. So they're going to have Nick Stoller oh, write, and he wrote with the Muppets. So what it really sounds like. Right. And what they described as well is that it's not going to be, you know, seven-year-old Dora the Explorer like the original show was. It's going to be her grown up into her teenage years. She's moving into the city to live with her cousin Diego, which, of course, people know Diego as, you know him um, her washed up 40 year old dora no. returns <laughs> Ew. Uh, returns to explore absolutely not. <laughs> so I, what I, happened I, to the map why is this why i have gps it? now google maps just don't. man you just waxed a hole every time i read the title of this article every time i just glance at it i'm like why is this a thing I'm sure you're probably right. It's not going to be a Michael Bay looking yeah, film. Yeah, I, I, what I would think is that there it better would be, be something though. that um, people who watched Door the Explorer when they were kids, you know, people even like my age, a little bit older, whatever, would feel comfortable going to it and maybe even bringing their own kids or whatever if they have any. I feel like it's going to be not strictly for kids, but kids would still like it you know maybe like a tomb raider no for kids <laughs> spanish room, room raider oh uh, <laughs> not that 
I was thinking more like Lego Batman, but less. I mean, because I feel like even adults enjoyed Lego Batman so much. There were like things that they threw in there that only like longtime fans of Batman would get. Yeah. I would feel like it would maybe be the same thing where it maybe it is sort of directed towards kids, but the parents would remember all these things and have the nostalgia and just feel good inside. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I hope they don't turn into this weird gritty thing because it's Dora the Explorer and she's she's just so pure and so good and she just wants to help people learn Spanish and where's Boots? I bet I hope Boots and Snape Snape are gonna be in there. Sniper, swiper, no sniper. Sniper, swiper. Not sniper. He's not sniper. He's not trying to sniper. I'm not. I'm not swiper anymore. Oh goodness. It's sniper now. Uh. (laughs) Can you find sniper? No, you can't. (laughs) You see the glint off of the lens, like a little lens flare, and then you know it's all over. Gosh. Pretty terrifying. And of course, Diego's going to be in there too. And Diego's supposed to be older than Dora, so I don't know how old he would be, but he'd probably. The more live. we talk about this, the more excited I get. <laughs> I don't I know. This was dubbed, but this is, a, this is a great A movie. I'll judge it when I see a trailer. Okay. I guess is what I'll say to that. I'm guessing it's like a Smurfs grade movie. That would make sense to me too. Yeah. I Don't wanted to like Smurfs, I did not. Unfortunate for you. That's but all the movie news we got, and everything else was not as exciting. So, Cody, do you have no. any exciting news or geeking out about? Yeah, stuff? I I wanted to talk about the giant robot duel that happened last week. Giant uh, robots! Ah! I I don't know if we can say it was really hyped or not because it was hyped two years ago. Yeah, you were the only person I heard talking about it. And then nobody knew about it uh, when it was was going live. Which, I don't know. There's so I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome because I got to watch... I'm easy to please. I like Transformers movies because I see robots battle. Uh, I was excited about this because I got to see robots battle. That's fair. Was it anything like Transformers? No. He's got a chainsaw hand, though. Did he use it? Yeah. Was it awesome? It was amazing. Did he saw through the other guy? No. <laughs> that doesn't sound that nearly as amazing as I well, thought they, it would. They even said in the in the uh, Q&A afterwards that, you know, if they're going to do this, like, the goal is not to kill the other person. It's to... Oh, there was a person in the robot. Yes. Oh, so I, they are, okay, I did not get that. A little bit different. Because yeah. you said Transformers, and I thought, okay, walking around robots. Oh, no, these are piloted robots. Um, so... I'm going to get into the scripted thing bit. Uh, a lot of people are mad that it was obviously scripted. Um, and we talk about that in a second. Uh, one thing that they said after making this production, I, I'm going to call it that, that makes me sad, is that uh, they need to work on rules for the fights. Uh, they, there is no rules in this. He actually literally picks up this bar that's holding up the lighting for the room. Oh, goodness. And pulls it off and starts spinning it around and starts hitting the guy with it. The other robot, uh, and it was amazing. Using your uh, resources—that's pretty smart. Yeah, they can. That's do that horrifying. Kind of stuff. If there's a person in the other robot, though. Well, that's that's the plan. <laughs> Good uh, grief! But the whole the whole idea with that is like there weren't any rules. The another issue with not having rules is Japan's robot was literally less than half uh, our weight of our. That robot. sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
the uh, so the weights were completely off. We need to have you know um, the suits need to be the same weight. It was really cool that we f- we fought the original robot we had challenged them with. Uh, again, obviously scripted, but he knocks us down immediately. Uh, they had even said that that robot wasn't actually safe to fight in, and so that's why we made the one that we did. Um, but they were close to the same weight, and you could see the Japan. When you get weight to weight, Japan wins. I was gonna say this. This needs to turn into like if it's gonna be a sanctioned fighting thing, where then then you're gonna have weight divisions. Right. I think it should be weight divisions, um, and I think it should be a point system. The way that it worked was either the pilot gave up, uh, you knock the robot over, or the robot can no longer move. Uh, I think working on a point system, you know, shooting a bullet at something worth so many points. Yeah. Because uh, they have these big. Bullets. I, I don't think, think it, I don't think allowing bullets in that sort of format is a good idea either. Well, they're like paintballs. Okay. So the Japanese robot had little tiny paintballs, which were ridiculous. Ours have these giant damaging uh, blocks. They were like powdered cannonballs. They exploded on impact. They just turned into powder, like chalk. Um, okay. They dented up stuff really, really well. Uh, okay. And so I might, if you're going to have those guns, you need to put it on a point system. You're not going to try to break the whole of the other yeah. robot, obviously. I think that needs to be standardized. Uh, putting everything on a point system, you hit it, it's a point or whatever. Uh, it needs to happen. Uh, also, even like you hit this part, it's this many points. You hit that part, it's that many points. So it's like Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also need to not script it, which I know a lot of people were really disappointed in since it was supposed to be. I understand... The people at Megabots even said we couldn't make this live because if we did that, uh, you would see hours of us repairing the robots uh, every time they got out of the cockpits. So they switched arms out during the fight because if you get in a lock where neither robot can move, it's a tie. Uh, and so you, you go back and they got a different arm out while they did that uh, and got to do repairs like uh, a pit stop in a race. Okay. You know, you're putting on the new wheels or whatever. But yeah, uh, makes sense. Yeah. And so during that, they said that took hours. We can't have a live stream. You're sitting watching hours of this thing tied up. Hmm. Uh, so I understand not doing that, but a lot of the stuff you could tell, they, they knock our robot over and our robot doesn't even move uh, when they fought the first one. And it's obviously just kind of scripted. And then the worst thing, the one that really made me like know that it was fake was... The reaction. So the robots are fighting. There's tons of spoilers here. You should have watched the fight. Uh, <laughs> what what was the actual thing called? Uh, they're called Megabots. If you YouTube okay. Megabots, you'll find the fight. Um, That's original. But the announcement, the announcers or whatever, the commentators are in the arena with them, which makes no sense in the first place. Um, and then the one guy is like, "Oh, this is super cool," and she's like, "No, we need to leave. They're coming at us." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And she was like, we're going to die if we stay here. And then they jump away, it cuts, and then you see the robots, like, destroy these, where they were supposed to be been sitting. <laughs> wow, <laughs> subtle. And their reactions are so acted. Uh, and so I understand trying to make it, like, exciting, but um, I don't know. It just, that really was annoying, and I know a lot of people are really, really mad about it. Uh, that it was more of a WWE-type fight and not a UFC-type fight. Yeah. I'd like to see it more realistic. I want a point system. I want it to be real. I would like an actual fight where you're not trying to kill each other. Standardize things so that you're not killing each other uh, and make rules. 
They have over, they have two dozen more challenges coming up. A bunch of people challenged America with their giant robot. So that's exciting. We need weight classes. Um, and I think the weight classes should be, you should have your heavyweights that are the biggest machines. And then you should have like the mini bots they used to have like in the early 2000s. Battle bots. Make... The which ones? Battle bots. Battle bots. Yeah. battle bots. Yeah. Like have a featherweight that's battle bots. That would be awesome. And you can make this an all, you can make this a four or five hour event with battle bots and like have the heavyweight, like a boxing match that takes, you know, three hours for. Four the... hours you're getting into pay-per-view territory. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Well, yeah. If, if it's real. I'm okay with that. I, I don't want to pay that much money for something scripted. But I would love, like, these lightweights and then middleweights where it's, like, human-sized robots and then you have these giant tanks fighting each other. Um, but, yeah, I want to give a rundown of that. I was really disappointed that it was on the Tuesday, on a Tuesday, so that it was literally after we recorded last week. Um, but I want to give my thoughts on it because I was super, super excited. Um, if you want to know if I'm a geek or not, Watch me throw a Super Bowl party for two robots fighting. It was awesome. Man. <laughs> uh, any other things I'm geeking out about are uh, I'm still watching Inhumans. They got their lowest ratings um, so far. The, this last episode was the lowest ratings they've gotten. They got even lower? Yeah. It's not. Bad. It's not looking good for them. I'm really surprised they're actually still releasing episodes. Air? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me like, mad. They're just like, I mean, they're not going to like the rest of it, but what else are we going to do with all of this stuff that we already made? <laughs> well, it makes me mad that Profits got canceled. Oh. Profits was that, like, almost too mature Christian Bible movie or show. Right. It was on the book of Samuel, I think. Yeah. yeah, book of Samuel. And I thought that was awesome, but it got two episodes, and then it was canceled, and they didn't release it anywhere. And so I'm like, why, why don't you just give up on humans and just say this is, you know, this didn't actually happen in the Marvel Universe. Um, but it's really not, it's still not as bad as people are giving it credit for. Um, I think they had a lot of bad hype. And so because of that, it's just not doing well. Um, it's not, it is probably still the worst thing Marvel's made, but it's not the worst show on television. Yeah, that's fair. Joe looks like he's... There's a lot I want to say that I probably won't. <laughs> okay, fair enough. There's there's a lot of bad television out there. There is a lot of bad television out there. And Humans is on the top of that list as not as bad. Okay. You got a bad fair list enough. of movies, it's like top 100 uh, and not number one. Why why is this stream two hours long for the Megabots battle? Sounds uh, like the battle should have taken about 15 minutes. Skip ahead, it's about... Um, maybe a half hour, 45 minutes long total. You're probably okay. watching. I don't know what all you'd be watching. Uh, it it's probably, all lead up with, with backstory on all the you know. teams. The documentary stuff that they did was kind of cool, yeah. especially with ja uh, Japan. Uh, all the stuff that was on America's, if you were watching their YouTube channel, um, they had already posted all that stuff. So, something about. Also, Japan, I think you guys uh, can beat us next year. Just saying. I want to go go America, but you can do better. Uh, <laughs> still watching. I got. I watched Ruby. I haven't seen I have not, the most recent. Oh, episode. I haven't caught it. I haven't seen the most recent. I saw the last watch episode, it. the first episode of the season. Soon, maybe. I might just wait until the whole season. I may just wait until the whole season is done. I'm gonna try to watch friend. it tonight. 
I've got VRV on my PS4, um, so I'm able to do that, but it's kind of hard to get to, and it's a little buggy. Uh, but Ruby looks amazing. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Especially the Super new detailed. place that they're at is supposed to be gorgeous, and they probably sort of knew that. They're just make yeah. it as pretty as possible, because they, now they can. I A couple things that I've, I've like thought about. I don't... I, we haven't seen any cities. You remember when Yang in the very... Like, before the first season came out, they had that little special where she was in a club. Yeah, that was and her she just, like, trailer. Wreck shop. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen a city or anywhere where that was, like, be a thing that they would actually be able to go to. I mean... Nothing seems that modern. beginning, and when the other teams came for the big tournament... That's that true. was all in a city. But it wasn't... It wasn't. It was like a town, but it had. It was a Everywhere modern. Everywhere they go town. to seems like small, and like village. The end type. of season two as well. Like those okay. were all in cities, but I understand. Like that's they don't give off the vibe that would have you know. They don't look very lifelike, you know. Yeah, like a club is lifelike. So. They seem very like villagey. Even the big cities are seem like something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it also is all based off of. Uh, or at least all inspired by fairy tales, so the villagey feel might make some sense as well. Yeah, yeah, I I think that is probably is a concept before you know they really fleshed out what Ruby is. Yeah. Um, but it's gorgeous. I don't remember what my second thing was. Oh. Um, but I, I love it. Um, I really want to see the second episode ASAP. Yeah, I need to. Uh, and then I also binged through Voltron. I know Joe watched it. Shelly, do you watch Voltron? I no, I don't. Joe hasn't seen it yet, but I'm mm-hmm. sure he will be soon. I keep forgetting that it's got new seasons. Yeah, it just came out. I think last week. Um, it kind of I completely forgot about it too. I luckily I watch Netflix all the time uh, when I'm working instead of podcasts. I usually watch something. Um, and so it's really. Uh, I'm always finding like the new stuff that comes up Voltron. It's only six episodes. I think it might be seven. Uh, so it's a super short season and I was really excited in August when there were like more episodes coming in, in October and I was like, yes, this is awesome. Uh, now that I've gotten seven more episodes, I'm like, man, it was so short. Now I got to wait a year again. Um, just can't win. They try to be kind to us and, uh, now I'm disappointed that it's over already, but Show's really good. Um, it's getting deeper, which I love. Uh, it's still... I I don't know how much the creators of Avatar are in it. Because the art style is very similar to uh, Last Airbender. Uh, but the way that story development works um, for a lot of these characters, it, it feels like they probably have their hands at earth. That character development is inspired by uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, which is really cool. Not specifically characters, but the way that they develop. That's similar. good. Yeah. They didn't completely rip. They're not like, this person is just like Zuko. Uh, but the fact that there is character development is kind of rare in these kind of cartoons. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've been geeking out about. Some stuff in the TV world that's got me really excited. Uh, Punisher has finally gotten a release date. It's November 17th. Nice. And the trailer is awesome. Uh, remember, people, that it is very rated... R rated M. Yeah. Uh, it's just like Daredevil and, you know, Jessica Jones, I would even say, uh, Luke Cage. Uh, 
But it's even going to be like the gore is their focus on this. Um, so the way that Jessica Jones kind of it had a lot of sexual content, this is going to be a lot of violent content. Dang. Um, yeah. I mean, they have the freedom to do that with the Punisher, and I think they're just kind of they're going to go all out on it. Um, yeah. Oh, it looks, looks like so cool. exactly what the Punisher needs, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a really good story. It's got this, um, you know, corrupt military group uh, that he's, like, going after that have done him wrong. Uh, like a military cover-up type story. It's going to be really, really cool. Uh, and then Dark Tower is in the news, and it's not movie news. Uh, Dark Tower came out in July, I think. And it did not do well at all. Um, yeah. They talked about doing a sequel. I liked it. I thought it was an okay movie. I've not seen it yet, but I want to. I went looking for it on like streaming services to to rent the other day, and I, it's not there yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They did a bad job with the trailers. I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. The trailers did not. Make I heard it it's nothing like the books. Well, so, but it might be a blessing in disguise for those who are fans of the sh- uh, the book because the sh- the ah, I want to say show. They're getting a show. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> it's getting a TV show. That should be coming out probably in the next few years. But it's a complete reboot, according to Stephen King. Uh, completely not a sequel from Dark Tower. They're just going to start from scratch. Um, so you're probably not going to see the same actors. But it probably will be closer to the books. Cause if, you know, everyone, everyone that I've talked to who's read the books said this was nothing like it. And that they butchered it. Um, almost as much as Aragon. Oh, uh, for those who have read that. that nobody, no. That's mean yeah. business. <laughs> well, they said that it's just as butchered. There's uh, no way. <laughs> that, Unless they cut out 90% of the books. Yeah, and completely take a town made of stone and turn it into a swamp. That made me so mad. Uh, Aragon, you need a reboot. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool news. Um, I don't know what channel it's going out on. But be on the lookout for it. And that's podcast, guys. Nice. Well yeah. done. Hey, y'all. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, we do these every Wednesday. I always want to say we do them every Monday because it's, it's a record. But you get to listen to them every Wednesday. Uh, and you can also use the hashtag GUGCast to talk to us. Uh, tweet us your questions. And we love hearing responses as well to things we talk about. Uh, a lot of people do that, and that's really exciting to see you guys. Um, your your jokes and stuff always are super entertaining. Uh, but if you have any questions for us, you know, pertaining to any part of the geek industry, I guess, um, or your faith, uh, shoot them at us, and we'll try to answer them to the best of our ability. Until next time, Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on twitter.com slash Joe Knows Games, and you can find me at Twitch or Mixer slash Righteous Fury Gaming. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24, and you can find me on Twitch at ShellShock24, also Geeks and Grace official. Yeah. Cool. And you can find me at Cody Armor on the Twitters. Uh, in closing, keep gaming, keep brand. God bless. Peace. Peace.